morning, everybody. I hope you are all bright and cheerful because it's Friday. And Friday is always, whether you work like us in an MLM, and every day is just a day, still you get that Friday feeling, don't you? So uh, this morning we are continuing. It's going to be a fun day today. I hope you all have your thinking caps on because uh, we're going to be asking you to participate. So we are studying the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and um, we are now amazingly on chapter eight, and chapter eight is called Getting Started. So you might say to yourself, chapter eight, and we're just getting started. But the thing is, it's really, um, how do I start? I've, you know, what Robert is basically saying, I've given you lots and lots of information, but now you're saying to yourself, well, how do I start? And so uh, what um, he says is that he, he wants to offer us the thought process that he goes uh, through every single day. Um, and that he says, you know, he finds it easy to find great deals. Um, but he says, with respect to money, you need to be determined to get through what he calls the wobbling stage. The wobbling stage is where you're sort of like, oh, will I, won't I, or oh, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. And so he uh, wants to help us to get through that. And he says to find million dollar deals of a lifetime, we have to be able to find what he calls our inner financial genius. Now this financial genius is present in all of us it's just that in most of us, it's asleep. And it's asleep because we have taught it not to show its ugly head because we have been trained that the love of money is the root of all evil. And so should you love money, then you must be evil too. I guess that's the thing. So we all keep it hidden, but we're, he encourages us to learn, uh, no, we are encouraged to learn a profession, to gain money, to work for somebody else, but we're not encouraged to make the money work for us. All we're encouraged to do is to make money. So um, Robert says he really would like to help us with that. Um, he says, you know, it's not true that you don't need to worry about failure. Um, because the government's going to look after you or your company's going to look after you as you go through life. Unfortunately, the reality of that is quite different. Uh, I don't know, now that I'm 63, I get to see all the government handouts in terms of pension. Um, you cannot live on that. Honestly, guys, if you think that you're going to hit the big time when your pension comes, it's not happening. Uh, and the longer you can leave it, the better it is also. What we don't want is for our children to be left with our financial burdens. 90% um, of the world act um, in the way that I've described above. It's easier to get a job and work for money. And, you know, easy is the thing that I want you to, uh, to focus on. It is easy to get up in the morning and go and do a job and then come home. 
the, 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 the problem with that easy solution is you never actually have any money extra to be able to do things with unless you are like Robert and you're always looking and talking to your financial genius. So um, he says that he would like to share with us his 10 steps to awake our financial genius. And I'm just gonna close slightly for a second because I left them on my printer. Like I said, disorganized this morning. So what I'm gonna uh, read for you now is his list of 10 um, things to awake your financial genius. And then this morning, we are just gonna focus on the first one. So here are the details of um, his 10 steps to awake your financial genius. Number one, find a reason greater than reality, the power of the spirit. Number two, make daily choices, the power of choice. Number three, choose friends carefully, the power of association. Number four, master a formula and then learn a new one, the power of learning quickly. Number five, pay yourself first, the power of self-discipline. Number six, pay your brokers well, the power of good advice. Number seven, be an Indian giver, the power of getting something for nothing. Number eight, use assets to buy luxuries, the power of focus. Number nine, choose heroes, the power of myths. And number 10, teach and you shall receive, the power of giving. And for sure and certain, we will uh, drop the, that list of items in our group so that uh, you are able to, uh, to see that list. These are the things that we will be discussing. And just while I'm on, because I know I should do this every day and I forget, please be uh, ready to share the podcast. Make sure you're sharing from uh, the Facebook group from Bureau Tupperware Lady Emma, from um, the podcast itself. The more we share, the more outreach we have to hopefully change lots more people's lives. So if you share this morning, that will be fantastic. And we also want you to add new people to the groups so that the, the new people have the opportunity to listen to the podcast as well. So um, bearing in mind that we're going to talk about number one, first of all, um, and you know, as I was reading through the list this morning, I was thinking, oh yeah, I recognize a lot of those traits and we've sort of covered some of them in the book already. Um, number one is find a reason greater than reality, the power of spirit. So, um, you know, if you ask most people, would you like to be rich? most people are going to say yes right because we all would be able we all would like to have enough money that we don't have to worry about money um but the problem is is 
when you start explaining to them what they need to do, most people, they just say, oh, actually, I just want an easy life, right? I don't know how many times I've spoken to people over the years in my MLM business um, and talked to them about how they can make money. And unfortunately, often it's like, oh, all you get is a lot of excuses. Oh, no, that wouldn't work for me. I'm not a seller, even though you're explaining that actually you're not selling. Um, I'm not a seller. Oh, no, evenings, they wouldn't work for me. Oh, no, I have kids. I have to put them to bed at 7 o'clock every night. I, I mean, there are so many reasons that people will give for not being able to basically step outside their comfort zone because that's what we're talking about. We're asking people to do more to um, awaken their financial genius. We're asking them to do things that maybe they haven't done before, but most people want to have an easy life. And Robert once spoke to a US Olympic swimmer and this girl, she was up at 4 a.m. every morning. She swam three hours before she went to school. She never went out Saturday nights, partied. She was at that time doing her studies because she still needed to keep her grades and everything. And he said to her one day, how do you manage to do this? Like, what is it that drives you to do this? And she said, well, I do it for myself and the people I love. She says, I have to my love is what gets me over my hurdles and my sacrifices. So we need a reason, we need a cause, we need to have a combination of wants and don't wants, which will lead us to what is going to drive us. And when you come up with your don't wants, you're actually going to um, produce your wants which you can write in a statement. So um, I was thinking about the Les Diamants mission statement this morning, and I was saying, well, I don't want food waste, okay? I wanna save time, save money, eat more healthily, and um, be a solution to pollution. I, I don't wanna have no money. Okay, I wanna save money. I want to have freedom. Okay, I wanna save time. So everything that I don't want is in the mission statement, added to which I have my own personal why. My own personal why, which is to empower women, uh, to educate and empower women so that they can become better versions of themselves. So everything that I do needs to go towards whatever I'm doing. And waking my financial genius, that is the key. What is my cause? My cause is my why, but it's also my mission statement because the mission statement is the how I get my why. I would not be a Tupperware if it wasn't for the mission statement of Lady Emma. I would not be able to just sell plastic. It is not in my makeup. I'm here for a greater cause. And my greater cause is to empower and educate women. So 
Um, what he says is he didn't, he doesn't want to work all his life. He doesn't want job security. He doesn't want a house in the suburbs. He doesn't want to be an employee. And he doesn't want to be so busy in his job that he has no time to participate in his children's lives. But he wants freedom of time, travel. He wants to live as he as I want to live. And he wants to have control over his money. So what, um, what this ends up with is that he has a cause. He knows what he wants. And every time he comes to think about finance, he wants to awaken that financial genius. So I'm going to pass over to Mary Pierre now because she is going to get us to do some exercises. I think. <laughs> yes, exactly, Melanie. And just before we start with those exercises, I want to make sure that everyone shared the podcast this morning. So if you haven't shared, that's the time to do it. If you are on Podbean or if you are on Facebook Live, make sure that you share the podcast every morning so we can reach this vision of building a thousand millionaire. And we need your help to build that group of Les Millionaires des Diamants Inspirational Group so you can share the group too. So yes, we will do some exercises. So I hope you are ready to go right in the comments. If you are on Podbean, on the Zoom or on Facebook, everything is open. I'm ready to read your answer everywhere. <laughs> because we understand, yes, this, this cause, there's this purpose that we all have in life. But how can we go to the basis? And the basis is how we can and we have all those gifts. So the gift that we have in life. So everyone has unique qualities and attributes, but it can be difficult to know if those are gifts because what comes naturally to us, we often take it for granted and we may think there is nothing special about it because we think, oh, it's easy for others too, but it's not true. Everyone has gifts, but not every person recognizes those gifts. So being able to identify is the key to fulfilling your unique purpose of your life. So don't confuse a gift with talent because anyone can learn a talent, but a gift is something you're born, born with. So think of it this way. Can any person take singing lesson to improve her voice? Yes, she can develop a singing talent. So everyone can learn this talent. But can anyone sing like Whitney Houston? No, because Whitney's voice was her gift and no one else will sing quite like her. So yes, we can learn the talent that you can have the, a voice to sing, but you cannot uh, have this gift of her voice. <laughs> so if you're not sure what is your gift is, just start thinking with those three questions and after that, we'll start to go right in the comments. So first question to help you find your gifts. What can I do that I'm best at with little effort of my part? What is the one thing that other people associate with me? And I've listened to other connect this gift with me. So how have, how, <laughs> how have I used it? <laughs> so now... Let's go in the chat. I want you to think of three gifts that you have. So three gifts that you have. So go right in the comments. We'll start with only three gifts that you have. So for me, for example, 
I know that I'm helpful, helpful to others. I know it's one of my gifts. I know that I'm a, a person that is really generous. It's another uh, gift. I know that I'm a, I'm a problem solver. Always a problem solver. I know it's one of my gifts. So go in the uh, comments, uh, in the chat, and go write three of your gifts. For you, Melanie, your first three gifts? I would say uh, my first gift is I'm intelligent. So, um, and I think people associate that with me. Um, uh, my second gift, um, I'm generous. And uh, I'm generous not only of giving gifts, but generous of my time. Um, and I'm uh, responsible. I'm responsible in everything uh, that I do. I don't take things on unless I'm actually going to do them. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. And I see in the comments we have uh, Melissa. She says teaching. So she has the gift of teaching. We have Karen on Facebook. She said um, communication. Oh, so she's good with communication. So I love it. Okay, now that you have three, let's go with three more. <laughs> so three more gifts. So for example, for me, it would be that I'm curious, that I'm calm under pressure, that I'm uh, able to put, um, to, put the, uh, to put me in others' shoes. So what is your true gift? So you have to go, now we'll have six, yeah! <laughs> so for you, Melanie, three more. Uh, I'm confident. So I, I think when you're confident, you attract people to you. Um, I'm hardworking, so I just keep doing what I need to do. And I'm creative. So I'm, I guess, creative problem solving. I'm looking for solutions. Hmm. Exactly. Thank you, Melanie. Okay, so we have on Zoom, Sashi right? Uh, I have a lot of compassion. Yes, we have uh, Erika on Facebook. She writes she's positive, determined, and generous. And we have Riki Zucchini this morning in English. <laughs> she said, I'm generous, my smile, and I like to help some uh, everyone in the kitchen. I will <laughs> say it like that. <laughs> so thank you for all your comments. So now, Let's go with three more. The goal is to go to 10. I will tell you <laughs> already. So three more gifts that you have. So for me, I know that I'm um, competent. I know that I'm a good mediator. And I'm, I don't know which one I, I didn't say. I read it like that. <laughs> enthusiastic. I know that I'm enthusiastic. <laughs> So I know that three other that I have more gifts. So for you, Melanie, three more gifts that you have? Uh, three more gifts. I'm kind. Um, I'm, you know, I can be firm, but I think I'm kind. <laughs> um, I, I'm competitive. So I'm going to uh, look to always be a better version of myself. Um, and I'm adaptable to change. Mm. Adaptable. 
Yes, I love it. Okay, so now we have on Facebook, we have Raluca. She writes, she's hardworking, uh, resilient, and positive. Um, <laughs> Ricky, I will uh, summarize with the, uh, the gift of her time. <laughs> she says she's gonna be better. So yes, she's always a good student. I will say that for <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> Of course. And now that you have nine, now you we only need one more. So one more gift that you have. So I know for me, I'm a charismatic. I'm like likable. <laughs> so that is my 10 gift. For you, Melanie, what is your last one that you uh, would say? I put, I put resilient. Mm, yes, absolutely. And on Facebook, I see we have Debra. She said she's artistic, giving, and compassionate. So I love it. So it gives you a, a lot of examples of what you can have as a gift. Of course, I will give you a list on the group Limiliana di Dema because you know me. I know my gift, but I don't necessarily have the right word to say it. Not having the right word is not one of my gifts, but I know how to do some research. So I did some research to find you a list of all those kind of words that we can use to have those gifts. And I really love the article that I found for you this morning because it gives you nine types of people with the gift related to those types. So it's really easy to see uh, which type you are but it's really easy to see what type is maybe your husband or your colleague for example this morning i talk with sabrina and javlib just before we start the podcast every morning we do that mastermind and i ask them just the question if you just say one gift that you have what is it but i already have an idea which type they are so it was really fun just to say, oh, yes, I know you have this. You are this one with just that one. <laughs> one thing. So you will see it's really easy. And if you want to learn more about this type of personality, you can have, I will drop the link so you have all this information about those type of person. So now you can know that, yes, it's gifts that you have already. But what are you doing with those gifts? Because... A lot of people, when I say that I have a master's degree in the microbiology and molecular biology, they say, what are you doing selling plastic? What are you doing in Tupperware? But it's only because they don't understand that those gifts that I have, I can really put it in action when I'm uh, working at Tupperware. Instead of when I was working in the Lambert, lab i was not exactly using all those gifts yes some like problem solver i'm curious yes but there was something missing for me so now i know that i can really develop those gifts and i develop other gifts i'm not limited to just those 10. same thing for melanie why is she at top aware she has a doctorate degree in pharmacology why is she selling plastic? Because she has those 10 gifts that she can uh, uh, use in Tupperware. So it's really that that you have to uh, ask yourself, is yeah, what you are doing now in your work or on your personal time, 
Is it something that you can use your gift? Because if not, maybe you need to do some changes just to make sure that yes, you really uh, have this purpose that you can achieve in life. And so because your purpose is always aligned with your gift and what you do in life should always be aligned with your purpose. So <laughs> it's really easy when you know exactly what is your, what are your gifts, is what is your purpose that is aligned and you can understand if you are doing the right thing now or if you need to make some changes. So I hope with the, this exercise, you understand a little bit more for this one point in the list of uh, uh, Robert uh, to understand it and how to go uh, uh, from, we'll say, poor dad to rich dad. <laughs> so I will let Melanie just close for this morning. Oops, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that I was closing. Yeah. So, um, you know, what, what is so amazing about each of us is that we're individuals. We're individuals and um, sure, at our MLM, we are all working towards the mission statement of Lady ML, which is to help people save time, save money, to eat more healthily and be a solution to pollution. But our individual talents will, will uh, contribute to how we go about doing that. And yes, for the greater good, we are working for the same cause, but our personal um, why, our personal talents are going to guide us on the best way to do that. And what I love about uh, Rich Dad is his simplicity in understanding that it's not um, an easy life that we're looking for. Nobody who works in an MLM or who wants to be rich is looking for an easy life, but they're looking for a fulfilled life, a good life, a life that makes you want to get up in the morning and say, yeah, I'm ready to, to, to uh, have another day. I'm ready to take on the world. And that if on in the process of that, I'm impacting other people as well. Well, it's been a winning day. So yeah, we're talking about finance, but we're really talking about you as an individual. Are you getting out of your life what you want to get out of it? So that pretty much wraps up what I wanted to say this morning, uh, Marie-Pierre. And uh, we are looking forward to um, the number two, which is make daily choices, the power of choice. And I love this one. I'm looking forward to doing that next week. So have a great day, everybody. Bye for now.